0: Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right, the podcast. I am Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, entrepreneurs, and we are also the hosts of Am I Doing This Right, the podcast, a life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week, we're going to
1: tackle a new topic and a
0: new bottle of wine. Bottle of vino. And this week, we are talking about the differences between living with roommates And living alone. Yes. All of the pros and cons, all of the tips that we
1: have for both. Because one of us lives alone and the other lives with roommates. Yeah. So we have good perspective, I think.
0: I do too. So let's get into this bottle of vino that we have this week.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about this. This is, we were sent this, by the way. Wow. Okay. How (laughs) officially. Legit. This is the Ashes and Diamonds Rose number four.
0: Wow, number four.
1: Yeah, it's like the Chanel number four. Yeah, and um, it's a Napa Valley wine, 2019. I'm gonna
0: pour myself. It's like pinky. Oh, it's rose. You said that.
1: Okay. Ooh, but it's not as pink as uh, typical ones. Ooh. Here you go, my lady. I'm not gonna lie
0: to you. I've drank. I've drank wine is it drank or drunk
1: i think it's drank. i've drank i've drank i've drunk who cares
0: all right um well i've drank or drunk wine every single night for the last five nights which is very un unlike you but i'm proud of you it's been a rough listen few it's, not, months. it's really not been easy <laughs> just being a human on planet earth it's
1: really not been easy okay i mean i've fully given up
0: <laughs> i'm in a hawaiian
1: shirt okay I'm at the point of no return.
0: I think your Hawaiian shirt is great. I actually, feel Thank like you. that's your way of not giving up. Is <laughs> wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's festive. It's fun. Let's cheers. cheers. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. okay. Mm. May I tell you that the label on this is- I love it. Poppin'. It's like sparkly and it's really, really cute. I love it. Mmm, mm. mm. we will circle back to this at the end of the episode. The first
1: word that comes to mind is effervescent?
0: Mm. Natalie, don't speak like- another word oh, about so it sorry. until the end of the
1: episode. Okay, okay, okay. I got ahead of myself. I'm just so excited about it.
0: So before we get on the topic, um, Natalie, I actually want to kind of surprise you live on air <gasps> oh. with something. What? Please hold.
1: okay. I'm so nervous. She's taking something
0: out. I'm handing (gasps) Natalie something. What? So she's holding it up to the camera. But Natalie, can you describe what I have handed you? She has handed me a 1975 t-shirt. Which, if you guys don't know, the 1975 is a band that Natalie and I both really, really love. And we have a love hate. We have a complicated relationship. with Right, them. they're very hard to track down in terms of going to a concert, but but we we have made it a lifestyle. We have. We
1: show up in the most random places.
0: We've we seen we saw them in New Orleans in I don't even know where that was. <laughs> I don't even know where that was. And we've seen them in Atlanta.
1: Atlanta. We try, We were supposed to see them. Last month, or whenever that was.
0: Yeah, but, you know.
1: You know, things have. The world kind of blew up. exploded, (laughs) so. But next, we'll probably see them in, like, Asia or something next. Yeah. I assume. We'll run into them somewhere. But uh, what's this for?
0: Oh, it's just for being a gal. Oh, my God. Well, Natalie and I also, we have, like, matching t-shirts. Like, we kind of have this thing going on. Yeah. And so I have one, too. And I was like, I cannot buy myself one and not buy Natalie one. Oh my God, thank you so much. You're welcome. You know it took like four weeks to get here. Oh, I'm
1: sure. And you probably are gonna get some kind of wild emails now.
0: (laughs) I'm so like this is so such a fun surprise. I know, I I got here and it was here, and I was like, oh my gosh, I should just give it to her live on
1: Air. Oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, and you have that one because we we were trying to get pre-sale tickets. Yeah, I have another shirt. You got a shirt to get the pre-sale tickets. And then we couldn't get the pre-sale tickets again because apparently you just can't go to these shows. They're
0: very difficult to get a ticket to see these people play. It's a whole thing. But we love them and we do it anyways. And listen, there you I, go, I would Matt.
1: maybe die for them. We don't know.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you is welcome uh, very much.
1: Well, should we dive into the topic?
0: Yes, let's dive into living with roommates versus living alone. And why we chose this topic is because I've basically lived with roommates since I left home at 18 to go to college. Like I had a dorm mate, and then I got an apartment near the college and I had a roommate there. Then I lived in the sorority house and I had a roommate.
1: I forgot you lived in the
0: sorority house. Yeah. That was, that was like 15 roommates. I mean, that was, I had one physical roommate, but yes, living with a bunch of Women, girls in was between. Was Kiki your roommate? Kiki was my roommate. I remember that now. Oh, my gosh. And Kiki, see, when we get into it, Kiki lived a very different lifestyle than me. She did. I remember that as well. And we really got along. So I have a lot of tips about that. And oh, good. Now that I've graduated, I've only lived with roommates since then.
1: Yeah. Well, I have the opposite experience. Yes. Where I went to college. I had a roommate the first year.
0: You did. What was her name? What was her name? This goes to show.
1: Her name was Sherry.
0: Sherry. Sherry. Okay. I have I think I met her once or twice.
1: Well, no, I think you met her several times, but she was always in her bed hiding. Oh, okay. Do you remember? Remember remember. I would text you and be like, She's she's been sleeping for fifteen hours. She had like a giant stuffed animal. Yes. She had a one of those bears that's (laughs) like six feet tall yeah the first day she brought it in I was like okay I have nothing against this woman she was very nice super sweet we had not not one thing in common not one thing but hey she was my roommate and um after that I've lived alone pretty much ever since I briefly lived with my cousin
0: yeah that that's true and you lived at home and I lived
1: with my mom for a little bit when I graduated but for the most part I have always lived alone
0: And I love it. Yeah. And so I think there are unique challenges and also advantages to both. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if somebody is in between deciding, oh, should I get a roommate? Should I live alone? This episode could really help them. But also, if you are living alone or if you are living with roommates, we have a lot of tips on how to maximize that experience, make it the best that you can, and kind of giving some of these tips that we've acquired Mm -hmm. over the years. To you. Yes. Bestowing you with this while we drink this rosé. While we drink this rosé. This is our first rosé. This is the first rosé of the podcast. Thank you so much, Ashes Ashes and and Diamonds. diamonds.
1: I love the label.
0: Okay, let's start with number one. Why do you have roommates? Why would you choose to have roommates? Or why would you choose to live alone? And I'll go with the roommates, which I think the number one reason that people live with roommates is because of rent.
1: Rent. Rent in L.A. is astronomical
0: yeah it's it's really crazy especially in major cities I think if you live on the outskirts of a major city or in the suburbs or maybe somewhere more rural you can afford to live on your own mm-hmm. but uh unless you're making six figures or more you really cannot live alone in Los Angeles well I mean me, you can let but me it's tell you expensive.
1: I I have somehow managed to Cause I do not make six figures, <laughs> okay? I've somehow managed to find twice now. Yeah, you found really good deals. I get really lucky somehow. Well, actually, I cannot lie. I manifest that shit.
0: Hey. Okay.
1: Okay. okay. But it's hard.
0: Yeah. It's. I think the average rent of a one bedroom apartment in Los Angeles is twenty five hundred dollars a month, and in oh New York, God. it is thirty nine hundred dollars. For a one-bedroom. For a one-bedroom. That's a mortgage on a big house. Yeah, on like a million-dollar home, which is insane. So I think a lot of people are living with roommates because it saves costs. It's cost-efficient, and that is a very big benefit of living with roommates. Another one um, I think that I've noticed is just to really have someone to come home to. I will say um, number two being just this experience of maybe graduating from college and still being in this kind of baby adult phase and not really, you know, wanting to face all these life challenges alone. And so I think a lot of people live with friends. I've only lived with girlfriends from college. Mm -hmm. Just to have people to like, go through this experience with and not really handhold, but kind of handhold. Yeah. Well, it's
1: like, it makes it an easier transition.
0: Yeah. It's not as shocking to go from like living on campus with a bunch of people living by yourself. To just
1: being dead ass alone.
0: Yeah. I think it's like a good transition phase and having someone to socialize with, tell your day to, things like that is another, I think, benefit to living with roommates. Another one being, especially for women your safety mm-hmm. and security, it's, you know, it's scary to live alone as a woman. And I feel like I, even with roommates, I'm still like, is there somebody outside my window like looking at yeah. me? I'm just like paranoid all this. I mean, that's just me.
1: but Well, no. I mean, it's a real, it's a very valid, real concern. As women, I think our whole lives, there's not a day that goes by where I am like walking my dog and I don't turn like turn around to see is anybody behind me? Does anybody is anybody watching where I go?
0: It's like I have um pepper spray attached to my car key, so don't even try me.
1: Literally, do not oh, you know I could get really fired up, too. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> chill, but if somebody were to test me, it would go badly. It would was, go badly.
0: I was looking on Amazon, uh, not on Amazon, actually on TikTok. I saw this. It's an Amazon purchase, though. It's this like um thing you pull on your keychain and it like Blair is like a siren.
1: Yeah, I need that.
0: I'm interested in it. I am in. yeah. Again, well, yeah, things we'll that guys would that. literally never buy or think about buying ever. No,
1: no, no, no. They just are like my brother. He He's just like, well, you know, I went to go get a, a thing of ramen at two in the morning on Sautel. I'm like, that would never happen ever. <laughs> so, like, I just went by myself.
0: So yeah, I think those are the three main reasons that people would have roommates. Again, it's rent, having someone to socialize with, and also feeling safe and secure in your space.
1: Mm -hmm. And then for living alone, I think for me personally, I am very much introverted and like an empath.
0: I will say though, you are an extroverted introvert.
1: But only with my friends.
0: No, but I, sometimes we could go somewhere and you don't know people and you're good at talking. Like I could never That's talk true. to somebody I don't know.
1: That's true. I'm good at talking, but then when I get home I'm like, I need to stare at a wall. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like if so
1: in that scenario, if I were to go home to like four roommates, you need I would you need crash. your time to recharge. I need I have to have time to recharge. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're living with roommates, you're constantly soaking in everybody's energy. And that can be very draining. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I was living with my mom, it yeah. was like just constantly being in her energy is very like, and cause I'm a people pleaser. So I'm like, what do you need? What do you, need? you know yeah, what I mean? I'm exactly the same way. So, um, yeah. The other thing for me is that I work from home. So it's Living alone makes things just easier to get done. Yeah, I can get distracted really easily if I'm talking to people, if I'm or, or if even if
0: someone's just like walking around in the
1: background or yeah, it's distracting. It's like hard to hard to get things done. So for me, because my work is at my home, it kind of just makes sense.
0: Yeah, for for me. Um, and you, also, wait, sorry. Also, your job is so like tactical. Yeah. Like, you're also, like, designing things with your hand. It's not like you're just on the computer and, like, in the side, like, you know what I I mean? I
1: actually need the space Space. to create, Mm -hmm. you know? If I'm, whether it be I'm working on art or I'm painting or I have, I'm making jewelry, whatever, like, I'm spread out. I'm not just sitting on my couch typing on my computer all day, you know? The other thing I think a big benefit of living alone Mm -hmm. is there's not this, like, song and dance of like the sort of guilt that you feel in terms of who's pulling weight around the house like oh "Oh, did this Oh my god yeah or like harboring like resentment you know Mm -hmm. like could you just like put a fucking dish in the washer Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. there's none of that which is really really nice and but i will say living alone especially in la complete privilege yeah it's not i've managed to figure it out again manifest your life <laughs> but it's it's hard to get there
0: yeah you no know? i i can see that and i also i feel like part of living alone maybe it feels like an adult Milestone, at least for me, like, yeah, I've always looked at living alone like, okay, that's gonna be like when I'm really in my sex in the city life, like, yes. when I've really hit that age of mm-hmm. adulthood, yeah. Because, again, like back to what I was saying, living with roommates it does feel like you're still in this, you know, young adult, col- a little bit collegey mm-hmm. vibe or mindset. And I think I've always thought, like, oh, yeah, when I live alone, like, I'm gonna be. Carrie Bradshaw like I'm gonna
1: be you know what I mean like you would be Carrie Bradshaw
0: I've always thought I was more of a Carrie you know what because you
1: like to write so much yeah I'm a writer but see here's the thing I feel like I'm also more of a Carrie you're more of a Carrie but like in a different way
0: if I did think of everyone I think you'd be a Carrie too we can both be Carries yeah why not I've always thought I was Carrie with a little bit of Charlotte I can see that I can see that a little like
1: yeah just like a little because you're also very classy
0: Oh wow. You know. I just feel like I, I do like, I don't know, things like clean. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a quality of first. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Tangent. We digress. Um,
1: <laughs> let's talk about some cons.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we've the, gone over
1: the pros. So we, let's discuss cons. You go with let's do cons of roommates. Cons fill of those roommates.
0: Beans. Okay. So number one is the one that I thought is the lack of privacy. I, in so many ways, one, I have a boyfriend. So you, you know, have to be mindful of when he comes over and, you know, being loud and Mm -hmm. (laughs) not, not, things
1: to consider, things
0: to consider. That's just like on an intimate side, but also just like, you know, you're having a bad day and you you don't want to, you know, people in your business. And not that I have ever had nosy roommates, but still like you don't really fully have the space to like. You know, if you're completely if you have decompress. a breakup and you want to blast Drake and lay on the floor, you know what I mean? <laughs> and cry. Like, but like, are you okay? There's people that are going to be affected by that. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I would say that the second con of having roommates is reliability. So hmm. you have to really trust that your roommates are going to be paying rent. On time because you guys are all splitting the rent. And again, I've never had this problem, but it is something to consider. That could get
1: you in a real sticky situation. Yeah. I've never
0: thought about that. Yeah. So like, what if somebody got laid off now, which actually did happen to me. One of my roommates did get laid off. Yeah. And now you're like, okay, how's this, you know, rent situation going to affect everybody? So making sure that you have reliable roommates is something to consider. Number three Um, I think it's such a really big part of having roommates is compromises. Mm -hmm. You can't fully live the way that you want to live. Everything you do, especially in common spaces, has to be a compromise. Like, for example, I'm someone who's super, super clean and super organized, Mm -hmm. and I've lived – Many times with people who are not and having to figure out, okay, where can I be a little bit more strict, like dishes? Yeah. But in terms of, you know, having the couch perfectly fluffed all the time, yeah. I'm going to have to let that one go, Corinne. It's just not going to happen. Corinne
1: <laughs> loves a clean counter.
0: I love a clean counter. Loves a,
1: lives for a clean counter.
0: Live for a fluffed pillow on a couch.
1: Also for a, um, like an energetically cleansed space. Yeah. Like a diffuser, a sage.
0: I sage my room every day. But again, I can't sage the whole apartment. exactly Because that affects everybody. Correct. Compromise. It's a compromise. So you do have to... Oh, and another one is my roommate is vegetarian and we share pots and pans. And she, being mindful that when I cook meat... I'm going to have to now really, really clean that. I mean, not that I was already not cleaning it, right. but just, and sometimes the smell affects her and I try not to be t- too overwhelming with me. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, okay. So number four con of roommates is their mood affects your mood. Yeah. And as much as you want to detach from that, as much as you don't want to, you know, take on what they're going through, it's hard, you know, if someone's going it's through. It's so hard a breakup or going through getting laid off or having a bad day, like you are now subject to that energy, that field. And I'm someone who's very, very sensitive to it. And mm-hmm. I can't just let someone like be sad on a corner and ignore it. Like now I'm sad. Yes. Now I'm crying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it is something to be prepared to deal with their bad days as well.
1: Yeah. That's a really good point. I never, I can't believe I never thought, I mean, I've thought about, in terms of the the reliability thing, I've always thought to myself, like, what if I couldn't pay rent? I've never considered what if they what could've? if your roommate just can't pay rent? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's
0: definitely something that you have to think about and really know your roommates well. Yeah. And trust them. Because really yeah. you're all it's not like one person is responsible for that thousand dollars a month. Like if they don't pay it, like you're also gonna be responsible right. for it.
1: Also if you don't really know them, it's like they could be they could be bringing people over that you're like who is it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you just don't know like my brother finds roommates on um like Reddit no yeah he does and he when I first moved to L A he was like oh yeah just go on Reddit there's tons of people I'm
0: like I
1: I don't think that's for me
0: Reddit I don't I also don't understand I don't Reddit. understand Reddit I don't get
1: it's like forums and then somebody's like oh there's a subreddit I'm like what does that mean that's like
0: where all the like mass shooters all collect on Reddit. I know. That's why it's not for me. I think it's a me. I think it's like
1: a I think it's like a white male thing. Thing. Yeah. That I've somehow missed. <laughs> Anyways, we're really digressing here. So, I'm going to talk about the cons of uh of living alone. Number 1, the most obvious is that you are dead ass alone. That's true. All day, you're dead ass alone. So, it can get lonely if you go too long without Seeing your friends, chatting with people—you're
0: really good about. I feel like noticing, like, hey, I haven't seen anyone in a few days, and been like calling me, like, hey, Corinne, um, I need a friend. I always,
1: I always call her, and I'm like, so, um, I realize I'm having a panic attack, and it's because I haven't spoken to anybody that I love or care about for for six days. And, yeah, and she always answers because she's my best friend. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. Just being aware of the fact that. You, I mean, there's sometimes where I'm like, wait, I've gone days without any sort of human interaction. <laughs> you know? I'm yeah. like talking to my plants, talking to my dog. And I'm like, oh, God.
0: I talk out loud already with people around me. So that would.
1: When I was driving here, I was like, I talk to myself so much in the car.
0: Everything I do, I have to talk to myself. Me like, too. okay, I'm, you know, putting this in here. Okay, ooh, now I'm going to do that. And I'm getting really bad, Natalie. Where, uh, when I go in the bathroom to like start getting ready for the day? I know
1: what you're going to say and I do it too.
0: Hi, welcome to coming to like my YouTube channel. Thank you for subscribing. So now I'm putting on my moisturizer. Yes. And like, I'm
1: like, this one's really great. I love this vitamin C serum by Drunk Elephant.
0: Yeah. I'm like, hey,
1: Vogue, thanks for coming to my bathroom. It's,
0: like, <laughs> it's getting really bad. I think everybody
1: secretly does that.
0: I hope so. When I, I was in um, quarantine with Joe, living, I was, like, living with my boyfriend at the time, and I was, like, doing it all the time, and I, and I realized, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm always, he's like, it's fine. I'm just used to it. He would just yeah. hear me in the bathroom talking to myself.
1: Wow, he loves you so <laughs> much. Wow. God, Joe's so gross.
0: Oh, my God. <sighs> okay, sorry. So
1: anyway... <laughs> So, the second thing that's a con is that you have nobody to hold you accountable.
0: Ooh. So,
1: you could be living in a huge mess if you didn't have the willpower to clean up. If, you know, you could have laundry everywhere, which is just not good for your like mental mm. health. Yeah. And we've talked about this in a previous episode where it's like keeping your space clean is so good for like having your mind clear. But I mean, even for me, Right now, okay, <laughs> I have
0: a, I got a table. It's full of laundry, huh?
1: No, 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 it's, um, I, I bought the table maybe two months ago, two and a half months ago, and it's still in the box. Oh, yeah, I knew that. It's just sitting there <laughs> in the box, and I look, I walk past it every day, and I'm like, I got to assemble that. But see, nobody's there to be like, hey, Nat, could you assemble this fucking table that's been sitting here for two months?
0: Right, to passive-aggressively say something yes. to you. Yes,
1: I need somebody to passive-aggressively be like, wow, that table's been sitting there for a long time. You know? Because I can't figure, I can't do it. Yeah. Ugh. So this, we talked about um, this previously, which is safety. Yeah. Being a con. And when I first started living alone, I definitely was a little bit like freaked out. You know, what if, even though I've always had like a bunch of locks on my doors and stuff, and I've always lived in areas that I felt safe in, but it's just, you know, what if somebody like it's breaks just a through my female window? female experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like you
0: can just imagine all the ways that someone's going to ax murder you. Exactly.
1: Also, um, because I have type 1 diabetes. I don't know if we've talked about that yet.
0: No, I don't think we've brought it up on the, on the podcast yet.
1: Well, I have type 1 diabetes, also known as Nick Jonas disease. <laughs> um, and that puts me at risk of having an, a medical emergency, right? So if I'm not on top of my own health and my own everything, like that could go wrong. I am very like confident in in myself and my ability to take care of my disease, so I don't ever feel that afraid of it.
0: But I feel like you've also, like, established, like, a good network of people. Like, last yes. night, Natalie's yes. pump
1: my malfunctioned. Pump and she
0: told me, and I was like, let me know if you're going to have a medical emergency. <laughs> I will be there. Yes. So you have to, I do. And that's the other thing is, like,
1: having that safety precaution in there. Yeah. You know, to say, like, hey, if this goes wrong, I need this and that. I've got, like, alarms on my phone and, and all these things so that... I'm more comfortable and also let my friends and family know that I'm good. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What's my fourth con? Oh, that you just have more responsibility in general. like, Mm. And you have to – it's a lot more figuring things out. So, like, for example, if I had a roommate and I had a package delivered – and I was
0: gone. Right. Yeah. My, my roommates bring them in all the just time. Bring them, for them in.
1: Me. Yeah. But for me, it's like, okay, so if I have a package delivered while I'm gone, who's gonna pick it up? Should I get a different mailbox? You know, I like got a UPS. That's store? So
0: interesting. That is something I did not think about. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's or even with um
0: like I will say like your signature term to me is like, I gotta be home, I have a package being delivered. And I'm always yes. like, huh? But I, that makes sense.
1: Because I have to sign for a lot of them. Yeah. Because, you know, I have jewelry and everything. And actually, because we've been getting sent wine. Oh, And yes. I have to sign, sign for, for a wine. <laughs> yes. We'll do these, like, FaceTime meetings. And I'm like, hold on. Uh, the UPS guy's here. I got to sign for this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then even things like, um, you know, pet sitting, house sitting. You know, if, if you were to go somewhere and you had a pet, you could be like, hey, can you watch my dog for a couple of days? Whatever. But for me, it's like. I have to, you have to, there's additional resources and money that has to be spent into tying those things up.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm. So that would be my fourth con of Okay, so
0: let's now move into the tips that we've acquired living with roommates and living alone and some things that people can do to maximize their experience to make it as smooth as possible and I'll go first with tips for living with roommates. Yes. Number one, choosing the right roommates. I mean, obviously... Oh, easier said than done. It is easier said than done. I've lucked out in the fact that I've only lived with people that I knew very, very well who are close friends of mine, um, who I've had a level of comfortability with that I could you know, talk about issues and things like that. But I understand that that's not the case for everyone. Sometimes you're moving to a new city, you don't know... Um, anybody in that city, mm-hmm. and I know we talked about Reddit being a, a way to find roommates, but actually, one of our friends, Lauren, she found roommates on Facebook. Oh, there are a yeah. lot of Facebook groups that have like, if you're a woman, like Women of, you know, Los Angeles mm-hmm. Facebook group that are like women who are moving to that area who are looking for people as well. And I feel like Facebook is a lot more easy to like, really back. Yeah. Somebody Like you could really go through their photos for a lot of years. Well, and-
1: this also, I just thought of the fact that I'm, there's a couple podcasts that I listen to that have Facebook groups. Oh, yeah. So like that would be a good option because you already know the people in that Facebook group are like like-minded. Mm-hmm. So you could you could start there if you're in any like little special.
0: Maybe we'll start our own. Should we start a Facebook group? Guys? Let us know if you want us to start our own Facebook yeah. group with people who are like-minded. Like-minded. Maybe you can find a roommate there. Honestly, if, if you do, let us know. Yeah. Um, could you imagine connecting connecting people? Am I doing this through, right? Am I doing this right? Potties. Wow. those are called it. potties? Like hotties. Get wow,
1: it? the potties of the week. I love it.
0: <laughs> um. So my second tip for living with roommates is deciding who is going to buy what. Let me break so that down. So instead
1: of like splitting it, you mean?
0: Yeah, I feel like people split a lot of furniture and things like that because it does save money. But if you have the funds to buy things on your own, when you do move out, it makes it so much more crystal clear who gets what.
1: Yeah, because like what do you do when somebody moves? It's like a microwave.
0: Yeah, it's like it's very difficult. I've run into situations where we've all split the couch and we've all split the coffee table. And then we've moved and now it's like, well, I want this and I want that. And
1: And then it's also like, does somebody pay you back? Yes, you have to pay them back. But then it's like. Are we going to do like how it's depreciated over time? It's really complicated.
0: And so if you can, you know, say, hey, I'm going to buy the couch. And whenever you move, that couch goes with you and everyone's aware. Or I'm buying the dining table. And whenever you move, you're responsible for it and things like that. I think it just makes things a lot more crystal clear. But if you don't have the funds to just fully buy furniture right now, at least being clear up front, like how are we going to split this later on? Because it does get messy.
1: Yeah, you know what I just thought about? So when I moved the last time, because I've moved um, about a million times in two years.
0: You really have. Oh, God.
1: I hate moving too. I absolutely hate it. But I, the, this last time, um, I didn't know you can actually like rent furniture like nice furniture long term yeah not like sketchy either
0: yeah no you can so it's like just that's an like option you're kind of well i guess you're not throwing away money because if you're not planning on keeping like i've bought a lot of furniture in past apartments where i've now moved and i don't have it anymore so i guess yeah. i did throw money down the yeah <laughs> it's something to consider is something to consider so my third tip for living with roommates is establishing expectations early telling the people that you live with how you like to live Mm -hmm. I've had to I've lived with and I love all my roommates and they're all my friends so they're not gonna hate on me I've lived with people who are a little bit more messy and I've really established early on like hey I'm a clean person the one thing that really gets me are dishes like I don't like dishes in the sink it's not something that I like but I'm willing to compromise in other places Mm -hmm. and so that they're not surprised Six months down the line, when all of a sudden I'm mad about dishes. You know, right. just telling people upfront how you want to live and also the expectations of who's gonna buy what. How are you guys gonna split uh, the cleaning supplies and toilet paper and mm. paper towels and who's gonna buy what or what? Do you want to be reimbursed? Do you not want to be reimbursed? I'm someone that I don't mind if every couple weeks I buy just a big roll of paper towels and then you don't have to pay me back. Like, you yeah. get it next time, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, But some people are like, no, I always want to split it evenly. Yeah. So it's just figuring out how people live. and Like I will to sp- operate. Exactly. And for women, you got to talk about clothes oh, and borrowing God, clothes. Another thing
1: that I've never had to really
0: think yes. about. Yes. I've, again, only lived with close friends, so they've never minded sharing clothes, going in their closets, and just, like, grabbing something and not even telling them, and then giving it back. Yeah. But it does bother a lot of people sometimes. That would probably,
1: bu- that bug me, I think.
0: Yeah. And girls, we do, we, sh- we swap clothes, we-, we share clothes all the time, and mm-hmm. I think that's something that really gets people in a pickle. So if you're like, hey, my clothes are off limits, right. up front, like, I'm Happy to borrow. Like you can always or, ask.
1: Or, just, yeah, if you ask me, go like go for it. Yeah. You know? I, I think I would have a problem if somebody just took something out of my room.
0: Yeah. But I have lived in situations, like when I lived with some really close girlfriends from college, where, like, everyone's closet was open. Yeah. And it was just like, you can go in at any time. Grab whatever you want. You don't have to ask and just leave. Yeah. But that's what we had established yes. early.
1: And you were all comfortable with it. That's yeah. the thing.
0: Yes. And then the last thing to establish early, I think, is, again, like I said, rent. Who's going to pay rent? Um, Is one person paying it, and then you're all paying them? Are you each paying it? Mm. Um, How much you are going to pay? And then also, like, an emergency. What would happen if someone couldn't afford rent that month? How are we going to handle that? How are we going to make up for that? Things like that are all things you have to sit down when you first move in together and talk about.
1: When your roommate lost her job, what did
0: you guys do? We all talked about it, and... I mean, she made it known to us that she was going to unemployment and she was going to be able to afford rent. Oh, okay. But we did have to talk about it because, you you have to. it definitely made us uncomfortable too. As as sad as we were for her, we were also like, hey, like.
1: Like, what are we going to do? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. What are we all
0: going to do? So that's something that you should all sit down early and establish these expectations. Number four tip for living alone is asking for privacy. In, in many ways, yeah. not just if you have a guy over or somebody over, but also like if you're having an overwhelming day and you just want some me time, it's really great to just text, you know, your group chat or if you're just living with one person, just that person and say, mm-hmm. hey, nothing to do with you, but I, need, need, some some me- I need some space and I'm just going to take the night to myself. So I actually did that two nights ago. I was feeling really overwhelmed by the news and I just told my roommates, hey, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of just gonna take the night to myself. We normally watch TV together. Yeah, I just went in my room and they left me alone. And so I think just letting people know when you need space because yeah. it's hard when everyone's living on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my last tip, my number five tip, we're living with roommates is establishing a conflict resolution protocol, which sounds very um, official. And protocol, protocol. Um, I think, you know, there's going to be disagreements and there's going to be, you know, little disputes here and there. And I think talking in the beginning, probably when you're establishing those expectations, really asking, hey, like when you're upset, like, are you a talker? Would you rather texting about it first and then, you know, all coming together to talk about it? How do you handle conflict so that Mm -hmm. we're not surprised when our first blow-up happens that this person you know drives off in the middle of the night and this person does this and I think just knowing how everyone reacts to conflict really has helped me because I've been in situations where I feel like I didn't know how to communicate like Mm -hmm. how I was feeling to my roommate and I feel like just knowing like oh they like to be texted first and then like sitting on it and then all coming together to talk about it later So, just figuring out what works for everybody.
1: I think the general theme from what you're saying with roommates is having, first of all, knowing everybody's communication style, mm-hmm. and then also having just good communication skills,
0: which is them. tough, again. And you're so, in that transition phase when you're in your early 20s where you don't, uh, maybe don't have like fully, setting
1: boundaries is like really hard. Yeah,
0: you haven't fully developed your communication skills. So, you yeah. do a lot of it in this time period with roommates
1: and I think that one thing when you're looking for a roommate maybe is if you have somebody that you know is a good communicator maybe you're not even like super close friends but you just communicate really well like that's probably going to be a great roommate
0: that's a great roommate you know so those are my five tips for living with roommates Natalie I'm so interested in your five tips my for living tips alone. for living
1: alone well okay so I know I've talked about safety like a, a million times now but just a tip that I have my first tip that has really helped me and made me feel safe Mm -hmm. is that I know every, the the past few places I've lived, I've always known my neighbors. Mm. I know their names. I when we I make a point to like say hi to
0: them. I do not know my neighbors. (laughs) Well, you don't really have to. I know know one guy that the building gossip, but besides him. Oh, that's kind of fun. I love him. (laughs) Um,
1: So yeah, I've got their phone numbers and, you know, they've even said like if any if you ever need me, just you know shoot me a text, if you need me to pull your package in, you know, things like that.
0: So so wait, okay, can I, as an introvert, how would you do that? You knock on their doors when you move in or what happened? No,
1: you know what's happened. It's happened organically where when I've moved in, this has now happened multiple times the people in that are already there kind of like see me moving in and Mm. they're like, oh, hey, like, did you just move in? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm Natalie, yada, yada, yada. And it kind of goes from there. Or I don't knock on their door. Like one of my neighbors, um, I was like at the mailbox a few weeks after I moved in. Right, okay. And he was standing there and I said, oh, I just moved in, you know. Yeah. So I don't make a point of like going out of my way. It just sort of happens, I think. Okay. So definitely knowing your neighbors, I feel like they've got my back you know, and so I feel, I feel safe. Um, my second tip is staying on top of your mental health.
0: Mm. Really
1: key. Cause I think you can easily, well, I don't know, maybe it's just me cause I have anxiety disorder, but, <laughs> but I think it's really easy to just be in your head all the time. If you're, you have nobody to talk to, Right. you know, so having dates with friends and family, you know, go to, go see a movie, go on FaceTime somebody, you know, if you're struggling. Third tip is getting out of your
0: house. Right. And that's tough for you because you work from home. Yes. A lot of people maybe who live alone go to work every day.
1: Yes. So for me, something that has in the past been helpful, not in the year of our Lord 2020, (laughs) is going to workout classes. Yeah. Like I used to go to Core Power, which is like a yoga studio, pretty much every day, you know? And it wasn't even like I... was talking to a ton of people there, but it was just getting out, doing Being something. Being in other people's energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, also just setting things up, you know, making sure that you're going to dinner and, and seeing your friends and making sure that you're not just in a cave, you know, <laughs> for months at yeah. a time, which is super easy to do. The time just goes and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I haven't seen anybody. Um, fourth tip for living alone is a routine. I think it's really helpful for me. I love routines. I love... See, here's the thing. I love routines and I also hate
0: routines. I hate stagnation. I hate feeling like I'm stuck in a routine, but I love a productive routine. It's... Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I think that that we do, the two of us? I feel like we make routines and then we do them for like a while and then we completely start a new routine. Yeah.
0: I can't... Well, because we're also... You're a Sagittarius and I'm a Aquarius and we don't like like commitment. So I like, I can't feel like I'm stuck in this routine. No.
1: And now I'm in a rut. No, no, thank (laughs) you. No, thank you. Yeah. So right now, like, yeah, I've got all my routines. This, we've talked about this before, which is this concept of like, when you get up, you also like wake your house up.
0: I love that.
1: Open the window. I open my windows. I do a little cleaning. I like play some music, light a candle, maybe, you know? Yeah. So that's like part of my routine. Um, also, on Sundays, I love a deep clean. I love a deep clean. love a deep clean
0: Sunday. Even though I've only lived with roommates, I always do it in my room and my, my bathroom. It is the most refreshing thing on
1: earth. Let me tell you, if you ever live alone, doing the whole, like, when you have, like, clean floors in your whole apartment. Wow. There's nothing like it. Let me, let me, just, let me, let me just tell you this. Let me ex- just picture this.
0: Close your eyes. Close your if eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes.
1: Don't close your eyes if you're driving, but otherwise close your eyes. You have just cleaned your whole apartment. Wow. It smells fresh. Wow. Your bathroom has like a lemony scent going. Wow. Your kitchen, all the counters sparkling. You take a really nice shower at night. Wow. You shave your legs. Mm. You're moisturized. You climb into your freshly made linens. And you, you have the best sleep of your life.
0: That is literally the dream. The dream. On a Sunday? On a Sunday night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for taking us there. Yeah. God. You know? Because it, it it can happen for you, too. Okay?
1: <laughs> so routine, I think, super important. It also creates boundaries and structures with yourself, mm-hmm. which is really easy to not do if you live alone. And my fifth tip... Everybody by now knows this—that I am a huge advocate of having a pet,
0: zeppelin.
1: Zeppelin. So this kind of actually ties all of my tips together, having a pet. Okay,
0: because.
1: If you – I just think if you see yourself as a responsible pet owner, having a pet can make your living experience by yourself a really great one. You've got this little friend with you that keeps you company. He also doesn't say anything to me, though, so I can't really – You're, like, like,
0: talking at him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just looks at me like, okay. Um, He – like, also, if you have a pet, if it's a dog, usually gets you outside. So you have to – you know, you're going on walks, Keeps you. You're forced into a routine, right? Right. You have to wake up, feed them. You. It's a whole thing. Also, because I have a dog, people are afraid of my dog. I don't. know. He's the nicest, sweetest <laughs> little pinto bean. But people, I think it makes me feel safer. I
0: think there is like a statistic saying that people who have animals like have less burglaries. And yeah, things people like that. won't
1: break in. Yeah, because it's just like it's too much of a hassle. We, we I mean,
0: not that. Stealing people's things was a hassle enough. First of all,
1: if if somebody so much as, like, walks past my door, Zeppelin goes fucking insane. (laughs) So, like, if somebody's going to come into my house, uh, I mean, I will have heard it coming for (laughs) 45 whole seconds, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So,
1: that's my fifth tip.
0: Well, those are great tips, and those are... I feel like that kind of wraps up our episode. Those are our tips and tricks for living alone and for living with roommates. We've answered why people choose to live alone or with roommates. We've went through the pros and cons of each. And we've also given our tips for each. So if you guys have any questions, you can feel free to DM us at amidoingthisrightpod or email us at amidoingthisright at gmail.com. Yeah, and also if you guys have any tips or things that, this is brought up for you talk to us i think we maybe really should make this facebook group because then people could talk to each other talk to each other and like yeah. give additional tips and tricks yeah wow okay we'll work on that we'll work on that we will but let's actually circle back to this ashes and diamonds rose number no. four 2019 from napa valley that we've been sipping one who um who is our hottie mm. who's our hottie of the day
1: Natalie Corinne. Also the fact that this isn't called day drinking with Nat and Corinne is hilarious.
0: <laughs> Our hottie of the week is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, <gasps> uh, who is a certifiable hot, hot tea. tea. Okay, so Natalie and I also have matching t-shirts yes. with his face on it, his um it's not his his naked chest. Yeah, no, he's 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 bare chest bare chest ripped abs with like a he's riding a moose is he riding a moose on? yeah okay or maybe
1: it's an elk i don't know
0: and there's like um mountains in the back and he's just looking like i don't know if this is a real photo of him or something that's been digitally created but we do have matching shirts we and do. we will post them they say canada they say canada on them. in this like
1: motocross <laughs> font <laughs>
0: It's ridiculous. We love.
1: We love him. He can I just say I saw a picture of him the other day?
0: You okay. were
1: like Damn. He has, first of all, he hasn't had a haircut in a while. Mm. And it is working. <laughs> it is absolutely working for him. Wow. Yeah. Prime Minister of my heart, okay? <laughs>
0: Okay, so we're going to be rating our um, Ashes rosé. and Diamonds Rose number four between one and Justin Trudeau. And we do want to say that Justin Trudeau, he is a political figure. So he's definitely more refined. We're looking for something that's more refined mm-hmm. wine. But also, I feel like he's got this. He's kind of spunky. Yeah, he's got like this very youthful spirit. Yes. He's not some like old politician. Yes. He's woke.
1: Yeah. Yes, very he woke.
0: Is. And so I think we're looking for something that's woke and refined at the same time. Yeah. And I kind of do think that this falls in line. I've actually had a lot of fun drinking this. I don't love rosés normally, but this has been really fun.
1: I don't – I never have been a rosé person. Yeah. There's one rosé I really love called Ambrosé with the alcohol contents really high, so look out for that one. But this one, I've – I when I first took a sip, I'm like, hmm. But the more I've drank it, the more I'm like,
0: I'm into this. Okay, so for a rose, one to Justin Trudeau, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a seven. What are you giving it? She's sipping it.
1: I'm trying to think of a because I don't usually like rose. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it like an eight and a half.
0: Okay, that, I would agree with that because if this is a a very good rose, maybe yeah. an eight for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because typically I'd be like, oh, I'm not really into it.
0: I like, but it a lot. I like it. I if this I, was chilled I, too. I don't normally refill my glass during an episode, and she I did build it. I and saw I'm almost that. halfway through. This I saw one. that it's e. It's also um, not
1: super high alcohol, so I don't feel like I'm about to like.
0: Okay, so barf. let's eight and a half. I'm gonna give it an eight. And a okay, half. we're gonna say this is an eight and a half between one and Justin Trudeau, our hottie of the Haughty week. Of the week. And now it is the time of the show where we do a little game, a little icebreaker to kind of decompress from the episode. And today we're doing something new. We are doing 200 questions. We're not answering 200 questions, but we, <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of questions, one to 200. And they're kind of these, ran- actually they're not random because one is more su- superficial and 200 is more like deep Questions. Oh. And so Natalie and I are going to choose numbers between one and 200, I'm and like, then we're going to answer that way. question number. So, Natalie, you go first, oh since I have played this game before.
1: I can't decide if I want to go like middle ground or just like go way on the other end of the spectrum.
0: What is your number choice? Oh. Gut.
1: I'm going to go 91.
0: Okay. 91. Let's find out what question 91 is. Okay, so question 91 is, what makes a good life?
1: Ooh, wow. What makes a good life? I think friends and the family you choose and laughing.
0: You are a big laugher.
1: I laugh at pretty much everything. (laughs) But I don't know. I have a really weird sense of humor too. But... I love, like if I think of the best moments of my life, I'm usually with friends traveling and laughing my ass off.
0: I think those are great criterias for a, a good life. Yeah. Or what makes life good. Yeah. What, what makes a good life? That was the question. Yeah. Those are great. I'm going to stand by that. What's your number? I'm going to go with 47. 47. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay, Natalie's going to read me the question I'm going to grab number. it. Mind you, I don't know. I didn't write all these questions. So I do not know what they are. I just have... We, we can also post this list if anyone wants to play. Okay, the question is,
1: is, who has impressed you most with what
0: they've accomplished? That's a
1: hard one.
0: Um, I will say, and I know this is crazy. Obviously, my parents, both of them, have came from absolutely nothing and have made a huge... N- name for themselves and have grown as human beings and I'm very, very impressed by them and proud of them and look up to them. Mm -hmm. But I know this sounds wild, but I'm really proud we have a mutual friend, Taylor, Mm -hmm. and she's really accomplished so much. She's kind of fell on hard times and I think to see where she's at now and to kind of see the life that she's building. Talk for herself. about
1: manifest your life. Yeah. So that girl's powerful. And she's very
0: powerful and um I'm sure we'll have her on the podcast one day. I love her so but, much. But when we'll tell her story, but she really fell on hard times and has really come out of it and I just see so much hope for her and it makes me really excited
1: yes oh I love that so much so that would be tay we love you so Taylor we love
0: you and we're really proud of you yeah so that concludes our sixth episode of am I doing this right the podcast make sure to tune in next week for another episode we will see you there love you love you guys Bye. bye